AM850K FUO Worldwide at KFUO.org. I'm Gary Duncan. It's so good to be with you for the Midday Moments program. And this afternoon, we welcome back the gospel writer, Dr. Luke, as we continue our look at Luke's exclusive Bible stories. And last week, you were explaining how these exclusive stories were actually all connected with each other, right? All right. I, I believe the Holy Spirit not only inspired the stories themselves, uh, but their order as well. Uh, so, for example, uh, we have the parable of the Good Samaritan, and then we have a story about a woman named Martha who wanted to be a Good Samaritan. Oh, oh, yeah, of course. Her experience didn't work out quite as well as it did in the parable. She got distracted in her efforts to be a Good Samaritan for Jesus and his disciples. Then she ended up yelling at him and her sister Mary. As you wrote, but Martha was distracted with much serving, and she went up to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Tell her to help me. Well, well, it's something we've probably all done. Uh, uh, We're just trying to do good, but it seems like there's too much good that needs to be done. As a result, we start taking out our frustrations on God or or whoever else is nearby. Uh, But that's why Jesus' answer to Martha is also important to us. Read, if you would, there, uh, what Jesus has to say. Okay, he says, But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and troubled about many things. So you you sort of talk about what it means to be troubled last week. It's when we take on more than what God really wants us to do. Like Martha, we busy ourselves trying to impress people or maybe even God. So we're, we're trying to do a lot of things when really one thing is needful. Or like Martha, uh, we're trying to do everything by ourselves without the help God has provided us. You're right. Uh, That's what stands behind the word troubled. What did Jesus mean when he said Martha was anxious? Well, well, there's no hidden meaning in that word. Uh, It just meant uh, she was worried that things weren't going to work out the way she wanted them. Uh, Frightened that some of the food would end up cold and other food might be burnt. She was troubled because there was more than she felt she could handle and anxious because she thought it might all end badly. But therein lies the advice Jesus was given her. I'm afraid I don't get it. As one who has been troubled and anxious in the past myself, I'm not sure that pointing that out is all that helpful. I'm not sure you can solve a problem until you point it out what the problem truly is. You know, Martha thought her problem was all the work she had to do to prepare the meal. She thought the problem was Mary, who wasn't helping her. And finally, (laughs) she blamed Jesus for imposing all of this upon her in the first place. But as Jesus pointed out, what was needed was actually pretty simple and, and well within her abilities. The real problem wasn't what was going on outside of her, but was going on inside of her. It was really her lack of faith that was causing her to be so troubled and anxious. Now, no doubt that's true. It's also true of me. But again, I'm not sure just pointing that out is helpful. But Jesus does more than just point out the problem. But read what he has to say next to Martha. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha. You are anxious and troubled about many things, but one thing is necessary. Mary has chosen the good portion, which will not be taken away from her. Now, I think I made it perfectly clear as to what the good portion was that Mary had chosen. Uh, Read what I said earlier in the story. 
And she had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to his teaching. So listening to the teaching of Jesus, uh, that's what you need when you find yourself anxious and troubled. So now in addition to all the other good things we have to do, we also have to go to church and Bible study and do all those other religious things. It doesn't sound like there's one thing needful, but a bunch of things as if we didn't have enough to do already. Well, you know, when you put it that way, it does seem like Jesus is just making things worse. (laughs) But when the scripture talks about listening to the teaching of Jesus, it's not talking about doing a whole bunch of religious stuff. It's simply talking about hearing what Jesus has to say uh, through the preaching at church or, or reading the Bible at home, whatever, Uh, For if you listen to that teaching, you'll find plum plenty of comfort. Uh, So say you are troubled. Read what Jesus teaches us in 1 Corinthians 10. Okay. God is faithful, and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability, but with the temptation, he will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. So whatever trouble you have, God will never give you more than you can bear, but but he always provides somebody to help or some solution or some other way out. You say you're anxious about how things will work out? Well, well consider what Jesus teaches in Romans 8, 28. And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good, for those who are called according to his purpose. So you see, there's no need to be worried. God guarantees that everything's going to work out like it should. Even though I know that, I'm still worried he'll do all these things for people who put their complete faith in him. But I'm a man of little faith, so now you've just given me something else to worry about. But that's the very reason you need to listen to the teachings of Jesus. Because, you know, in these teachings, he promises he can do some pretty wonderful things, even for those of little faith. Indeed, the comforting thing about the teachings of Jesus is he promises to do these things just because he promises to do them. It's not about us, but it's about him keeping his word. (laughs) In fact, that reminds me of another of my Luke's exclusives where Jesus makes that precise promise to those of little faith. Maybe we should talk about it next week. If Jesus does have things to say of people of little faith, I know I'd like to hear them. He doggies. Well, then let's just do that. And you'll see why men of little faith particularly need to listen to the teaching of Jesus. And you'll see why it's the good portion, just like Jesus says. But I think there's also something covered in here, right here for those of little faith as well. Well, I'll finish up the text, if you would, Mr. Duncan. Mary has chosen the good portion, which will not be taken away from her. Which will not be taken away from her. Then now think about all those things that trouble you, Mr. Duncan. You do realize they will all be taken away from you. Not a one of them are you going to be able to keep. Before the day is over, some of your worries will probably already be gone. True, some others might hang around for a while. But trust me. Sooner or later, everything you worry about will all disappear as well. You know, that's true, Dr. Luke. As I think about it, the things that have troubled me over the years, most of them no longer even concern me. Actually, a lot of them disappeared, and I didn't even have to lift a finger. Things just changed. Of course, as these worries left, others came to take their place. And so it'll always be in a sinful world. But just remember, these troubles will also, in time, be taken away. 
However, the things we get from Jesus' teaching will always remain. The fact that he loves us, even when we are troubled. The fact that he died for our sins of anxiousness, just as much as all the rest of our sins. The fact that even now he is working so that everything in our life will work to bring us to the heavenly mansions he is preparing for us. Now, don't you see, these things are eternal. And they will truly never be taken away from us. That's why listening to Jesus' word is the one thing needful. I look forward to hearing next week the further teaching of Jesus for those of little faith. For there may only be one thing needful, but in my life there seems to be a bunch of things that demand my attention. We'll all sit at the feet of Jesus then and see what he has to say. If you want to check it out in advance, you go ahead and read my gospel, chapter 12, uh, let's see, verses 22 through 34 and then we'll talk about it next week okay chapter 12 verses 22 through 34 i look forward to talking with you next week about that we are the messenger of good news worldwide at kfuo.org